and welcome to Park the Bus, the football podcast that talks everything Scottish football from up and down the country. Today we're live, well, we're live for recording obviously, but in Wotherspoons we've got a different scenery today. I'm joined by Mr Dixon, just him again. It's just like the two of us, it's just the two of us. <laughs> but nothing that too well get copyrighted. <laughs> So I'm on the pints, he's on the soft drinks, he's going to take care of me for the night, tuck me on bed after the game, we're going to go and see Blackpool versus Morecambe, uh, something to go and see and me and you are going to be seeing Blackpool versus Shrewsbury. Um, but first of all, how was the drive down Mr Dixon, you got here safe and sound? Nice and easy mate, nice and easy, weather was a wee bit funny leaving Pennycook and then it got a bit nicer and nicer as it came down and then it was a wee bit windy um, and then Blackpool was just absolutely miserable. It's miserable, but not like yesterday uh, when I couldn't get to the hotel uh, because it's that bad. Walking about like a penguin. Oh, that's true. The trams are running, so Cammy's been happy. After the other day, anyway. <laughs> yeah, Blackburn was a wee bit of a shutdown moment. The tower was shut, the fucking sea life was shut. Everyone just got shut down. So, oh, sad. No surprise there, eh? No, absolutely not. But here we are. We're ready to go. Yeah, it's all about lower leagues. Uh, we're back to a kind of lower league kind of special, um, or stuff that we normally talked about for a while. We've kind of went away from it, haven't we? Yeah, we have. But it's one of these things. It's swinging under Scottish football, but you kind of beat a bit of Scottish non-league. So we're going to try and go for something a wee bit different today. We're going to have a wee kind of, I don't know, a wee kind of rummage about the leagues lower from the lowland. No touch the highland this week. We'll, we'll, we'll kind of divert from that, or less. Or something a bit more interesting, seen about five minutes. I think, no, I think if we, we can maybe talk about that and um, Breakin's new manager, how are they going to be a bit of fear? Yeah, yeah, Just we can maybe touch, touch on, on that, that as well. well. We've kind of neglected the lower leagues a wee bit for the last maybe, maybe three weeks uh, due to obviously not being able to record them. Work commitments and everything else. Yeah, it's kind of switching, on it. switching whose spare room you're living in. It's, uh, <laughs> That's just me. <laughs> oh dear. No, so uh, we'll just tell about my life story and part of the bus. I'll do my own interview for the day, shall I? But hopefully everybody has listened to the Jordan Rennie interviews. Um, part one and part two, Christ. Yes, indeed. It was actually such a really good chat. To be honest, we were there. We, for as much as we recorded, we were there for at least an extra hour uh, afterwards just chatting away to him. I was going to say that the, the after podcast stories were the better ones. Eh? Yeah, the ones that we can tell you are the best <laughs> ones. But again, thank you very much to Jordan. Uh, for listening, uh, for listening, for coming on, I should yeah. say, agreeing to it. You were absolutely amazing, mate. So thank you very much. Um, uh, and I will be getting that picture with David Kerr. David Kerr, if you're listening as well, you better see it your diary, pal, because Cammy's need another photo. Um, <laughs> and again, Mick Kennedy, if you're listening, he wants a wee chat again. I want a chat today, and I want my, my, my black card for Black Rooster. <laughs> nah, but, class, man. Right, it's again, good. thank you very much, Jordan. It was, it was good. Um, so we really enjoyed it, and it was. Probably one of the best podcasts I've done for a while. Just I think it's different. We talked different. about it earlier on, we'll, we'll just touch on it now quickly, like kind of afterwards. It's a case of thinking that people do coaches, people yep. do managers. So we talked about it on the way to the, yep. they get tickets. And I think people real, don't realise that people want to hear about what's like behind the scenes. People want to know what it's like to run a media yep. um, for the club. People want to know what it's like as a president, as a yep. club, like an old school. Uh, exactly. Club, and I think that's why View from the Terrace was quite good recently because they're doing the stuff on the telly. Well, any shoehorn left your Rosie social club, I need. Well, I was I wasn't actually going to mention that, but now you mention it. Aye, where were you hiding? Uh, I was in the pool room. Aye, exactly. Half cup, shite bag. Was it going to the telly half cup? Not a good look. Just the, just the podcast half cup, you'll be fine. Yeah, already two pints down anyway, <laughs> so it's all right. Had a pint before before I came out. Touch courage. Nah, so no, thanks to Jordan, thanks to you, also East Kilbride and that technically as well. We can talk about them 
at arm's length. We've talked about a few stories that's happened this year. Jordan gave his own personal views in the Lowland League as well, which yeah. is it's good to hear from somebody different. But just me and you all the time, because you and Dizama Scooby and Kieran will. He does kind of, we but he doesn't come on. We did come with his. So if yeah. anybody's seen Kieran, give us a shout. Yeah, I'm going to get a milk carton out and get his picture on it. <laughs> uh, if that's still allowed nowadays, just in case of GDPR and all that. <laughs> So what we will do is we will go and start uh, up north, Highland League, um, and the, probably the way we will wait now, it, it's touchy saying that, because they, they wanted to be in the low and then... Well they did, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> they did, they wanted to be in the low league, but um, it is to do with current champions, uh, Brecon City, obviously last time we spoke, we, we announced Craig Levine was going to, was went to St Johnston, he's took Andy Kirk with him. Um, and probably the biggest, the biggest change for them is that they, they've lost Andy Kirk. Um, Kirk's left. Stephen Simmons, as far as I'm aware, has taken over his temporary, um, temporary challenge at Glebe Park. But it hasn't knocked uh, breaking off their stride, to be honest, to get back into that playoff place. Um, they had a 4-0 one against Devon Vale at the weekend. And it leaves them their second in the league. They are played three less games in for Martin, but they're only a point behind. Um, and even looking going through the table, we've also started there. We've got Bucky Thistle. They are only they are only three points behind Brecon, but they're four points behind for Martin, who are top. But they've played three less games as well. So, I mean, the Highland League is probably shaping up in a, in a way that it's a bit could be a little a, a closer. Would you would you say than the Lowland League anyway? I should say. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, you look at the the games played; it kind of looks similar to the loan. Yeah, like we've got teams that are on thirteen games, like from Martin at the top of the table. We've got Breakin City also now in second. They were sitting fifth the last time we kind of spoke about them. Yeah, but they had like only played like seven games, so they had also cup runs. Yeah, they had performance. Yeah, and they had other things going on yeah. that made them in that position. But if you look at the bigger picture, they've only played ten games. They're sitting in second place, 20, 28 points. Can't really beat that. Not exactly. I mean, they've just as you say, we've just lost a manager. We don't know much about like other teams in the Highland, but we know about Brecon City also from the days in the SPFL. We know about Banks of D. Well, Banks of D. <laughs> well, coming to them a wee bit later on. Tay actually just remind me. That's good, Jen. Um, they're actually quite flying high as well. They're in fifth place, and they've jumped up dramatically as well. Yeah. They were toiling for that wee win, yes. and now you've got teams like Banks of D now sitting in fifth, and teams like Fraserburgh sitting in ninth. Yeah. So the league's certainly turning its head. Um, as I say, go back to Brecon. Brecon are a team that, if they were in the Lowland League, which I always thought about it, they'd be up by now. Yeah, probably. I think they'd be either up or they'd be challenging. They'd probably they'd be top, of, top of that challenge, top of that kind of league table, pushing East Kilbride last year. It's going to push back. Uh, but what I was going to say, because East Kilbride, people forget that they were actually quite high up in the league last year. Yeah. And they had a team there that the challenge. Whereas look at the team now, compared to last year. I don't think Breakin lost maybe three or four players. I think they lost a high, something like that. You know, not too bad. Yeah. Um, Andy's just distracted to fuck at me here. He's just decided to make him up garden. But anyway, <laughs> we'll come into that at the end of the podcast. Uh, but is there any shocks at that table you think that you would think Breakin would have came off the off the rails a wee bit, even though it's only been two weeks. I don't think they have though. Yeah, I think they're obviously because it's because Kirk's left and Steve Simmons has stepped up. If Simmons is, well, what do you remember as well? Clearly, Levine yeah. is technically 
stepped away from his role a wee bit as well. Exactly, but so it's a big shock to the system for behind the scenes wise. Of course, but a guy that's in charge of more than the football club can imagine. I mean, you've got the likes of. Yeah, but so manage, but if Simmons is just stepping into that role, so the, the nothing really changes at the same time. No, if you get what I mean. So, I mean, I think because they've obviously played three late, three games less than everybody else, like well, then obviously for Martin, I think that's probably why um, they're maybe a bit far behind. And I think they took a wee bit. Well, they've only actually drawn one game, but I think they drew their first game of the season, as far as I can remember. So I think they've obviously maybe seem a bit sluggish, but I don't think there's much even. Near the bottom, I think it's a wee bit closer down the bottom than, I, than I'd maybe think. Obviously, uh, Strathbeard at the bottom, they've got three points. Clatnacud and Inverurie are a point above them. And Keith and Devrinvale, you're your four or five teams at the bottom of the league. So I think yeah. you're, what you're probably looking at is you're probably looking at it's a bit tighter at the bottom. And obviously, they, they've got the playoff now too as well. So um, the winners of the Midlands, the winners of the North Cali, and the winners of the North Juniors all have their licence to go into that. Um, those leagues as well, so there is that playoff place and there is that danger, and it is looking a wee bit closer at the bottom um, and at the top. You know, you've got the. I think Breakin will probably knock ourselves into their stride, providing nothing really changes changes for them as well. Yeah, hundred um, percent. I don't really want to add any much more to that. Nah. You know, you can't really. Uh, we'll see how they end up in the next couple of weeks when yeah. they maybe appoint a full-time position to a manager if it is Simmons if it's not it yeah. could be somebody complete off the bat and you think oh shit that's a that's an appointment they might, they might even pay for somebody yeah, exactly. you know you don't know you don't know so you don't know their position and where they want to go from here yeah exactly so I'm just looking at some other Highland League stuff I'll say we talked about the Morris's Motors Aberdeen Shield we went to a game we've been to a game this season already and it is semi-final time uh, you've got Aberdeen um, we'll say under 21s yes um, you've got Bucky Fissle and then you've got Huntley versus Banks of D yeah. so talking about Banks of D we did also have a vlog out there so if you can get in touch with us on YouTube you will find us with our previous vlogs and our most up to date one which was Banks of D taking on Hermes yeah. um, which was a great game it was a great spectacle good goals good chat good banter driving all the way up to Aberdeen so playing Huntley uh, Huntley went for a wee bit of Scottish Cup there yeah. uh, done really well um, it's one thing that I always say you got to watch out for that people kind of not neglect but kind of don't talk about the Iron League enough yes. and then you do play them in the Scottish Cup and they end up pumping you yeah. so it kind of slaps you back down to earth for you about the East and West isn't it, all that glamorous not exactly so going back to Huntley um, I couldn't actually remember who they beat in Scottish but it was East Stirling East Stirling Shire as you usually say Yes. And that's a massive result. Um, it just shows you Lone League again, um, a team that is an ex-SPFL club, um, formed in the ranks and basically falling short in the Scottish Cup to a Highland League team that's in another semi-final and obviously the Aberdeen Shore Shield. Um, going towards the kind of league table-wise, Huntley are, are doing not too bad, um, sitting fourth place, so you can imagine that that result wouldn't have shocked anybody probably in the Highlands. No. Uh, compared to where East, East Stirling is down in, in, in 16th place in the Lone League. Um, going back to like obviously that that, that cup, um, it's it's almost like a it's kind of reminiscent of like the SPFL with the Trust Trophy yes. and also with the slightly East Scotland Cup. And it's aye, and it's almost dissimilar to what it's like with the Via play at the moment. Yeah, it's quite early doors. It gets out the road. You play it early early in the season. You play it early finish before the winter, mm -hmm. uh, but before the, the new year anyway. 
So, out of them fixtures, we'll just give our predictions. Who you think is going to be in the final? You're going to go back to D, obviously. I am actually going to go back to D. I think Bucky will beat Aberdeen. Yeah. And I think Banks will deal beat Huntley. I think so, aye. So, if they do that, then I'll put a bet on it. But Bucky's quite good for these kind of things, eh? <laughs> <laughs> So just to finish it off with the Highland League, we're just going to run through a, a couple of wee bits and balls with fixtures, wise and results. Um, Scottish Cup round two obviously was happening as well um, in the Highland League. We didn't really cover it because of due to not being able to record. But uh, Brecon also did end up getting beat off their rivals last year for promotion in the Highland Lowland playoff, and they got beat two one by Spartans. Cumnock beat Turnhill United. Devonville got beat by Broxburn, um, our very own Mr. Missing Man, Mr. Kieran Hunter, was um, at that game, drove all the way up with his pals. Dumbarton came out 3-2 winners against Banks of D after Banks of D going 2-0 on the front. Yep. Uh, Martin United beat Clyde Bank, a West of Scotland League tie there, uh, side going out 3-2 to Fromartin. Uh, you've got Forest Mechanics, they also get beat by fellow Highland League outfit Bucky Fussell. Fraserburgh got beat after extra time though by Bonnerig 2-1, a very similar tie from a few years ago in the playoffs. And then you also had Huntley winning 1-0 until very late on uh, and getting beat 4-1 after extra time by 4-4 Athletic. Peter Heed beat Cladacuggan 3-1 away from home and Sinus Muir got beat by Border Rangers, the only team that would the biggest shock in my opinion. So very interesting to see that result. So to finish it off in the Highland League we'll run through just maybe big important fixtures for certain clubs making it through to the third round of the big Scottish Cup. So obviously Broxburn also drew another um, Highland League side in Bucky Fissel at home at Albine Park. You've also got the likes of um, what do we call them? Born like Rose, uh, Rose. Poor Rangers uh, getting drawn at, at, at home to Pollock um, at Dungarden Park. Uh, that's a massive tie for both clubs in my opinion. Border kind of still a big massive outfit in the Highland and Pollock are flying high in the west of Scotland. You've got Falkirk with a massive uh, tie though. Not for Falkirk though, but for Front Martin. Um, they're playing at the Falkirk Stadium on the 25th. And then, other than that, I think I've went through them all. Uh, well, previous Highland League outfit was Cove Rangers, so they placed on Abbey, but that was the matter from this point of view. And yeah, that's it. That's it. That's all the Highland League signs we've got in the competition left. So, out of the fixtures, I think the Polar Borough one will be an interesting tie again. Another Highland League side that are technically above the West of Scotland League. So, it'll be interesting to see who comes out on trumps with that one. So here we are as we advert. We are sponsored by Starner. Starner is an independent fashion company from Scotland, creating high quality and stylish attire for on and off your terraces. Inspired by the terrace culture, lifestyle and music, all their clothing is designed using quality materials and workmanship to combine the very best style and fit for yourself. All this means you get a premium quality fashion at an affordable price. While enjoying a simple and secure service, at www.starnerapparel.co.uk and if you put in part the boss pod all one word you will get 10% off your order so check out their socials they're also doing a winter uh, sale at the moment 
and bringing out some new stuff like jackets, hats and much, much more. So go to www.sternapparel.co.uk and you can get 10% off with Part of the Bus pod, all one word, and get your money off. now time to do our re-signment on the Lone League. Lone League this year has been pretty much, you want to say a whitewash Andy, but you could almost call it that so far. With one team sitting at the top of the table and that is East Kilbride. Yes. Uh, East Kilbride, 15 games played so far. Eh, two, three games in hand against certain certain clubs, which which is, uh, is, is massive. It is massive for them. To, to try and keep their momentum going with an unbeaten run so far. They have drawn two games though, obviously one draw against the Lifka Rose, another one against our very young University of Stirling. So, with 41 points on the board, are they going to be unbeaten until Christmas? That is the question. No, I don't think so, eh? Like, I, still, like, I still don't think that they've got it, what it takes to go unbeaten. Um, I think they are going to slip up points. We've, we've seen that. We've seen it obviously in the cups and stuff that they are certainly they're vulnerable. Yeah. You can get to them. I think they've been quite lucky as well, just with some of the results. I mean, there's a certain team like somebody in this table supports that have run them quite close twice. Um, they were obviously leading. They should have had a goal. They had a goal chopped off as well. Um, if you want to Sam Norris' documentary on the game, you can hear uh, the gaffers have total opinions on that. But. Um, I think that constructive opinions. I think if you say so. Um, <laughs> but I think that that's the thing is I think they they are going that luck maybe is only going to take them so far. It's only going to last so long for them as well. I think this that, that weekend just there against um, a, a, a very deep, good outfit um, in Cumbernauld Colts. Yeah, I mean was the perfect example. It took them two penalties. Yeah, uh, Cumbernauld had their chances as well. There's a few dubious. Um, no decisions, but things that happened in the match, you maybe think that in a better day that was their first defeat. Yeah. Um, so I mean, so it, there is going to be games, and as you say, there's certain teams in this league that have not played yet. And I've just realised in the table as well, other Rovers are still only played 13 games. Well, I'll be, aye. well this is the thing as well. So when you're saying to Christmas, I mean, they're, they're, they've obviously got their next league game as Hearts at home. Yeah. A tough tie for of course, it's a tough both sides, Hearts B or something second in the league, albeit with 17 games played. Exactly, um, but it's not going to be a, it's going to be a difficult tie. They've obviously then they've got to go to then go to Dumbarton and play Broom, uh, Broomhall. Yeah. Um, and then they get Gala coming to them. They've got Celtic at home just before Christmas, and they've yeah. got Gretna on the Saturday, which is probably the tie that you, they should be winning. And then up to the end of the year, they've got a double header. Yeah. There is against Albion Rovers. So I mean. There's a couple of games that there's games that they should win. You'd expect them to win most of those games, yeah. but I mean, I think um, I think that the Hearts tie will be difficult for them. Um, I think that Celtic Celtic at home can be difficult. Again, the B team sometimes it's difficult, especially Celtic on what they on what team they're going to put. I think Hearts have been a bit more um, consistent on the, the players that they've used for their B team and this is that's not just a bias, that's just not me being biased. I think that's probably a wee bit more fact. But I think that is it an easier run of games up to Christmas, maybe? It maybe is, but I, I, I want to talk about um, one team that's sitting in for placing out, kinda of doing off the topic of everything. It's coming on Colts. Yeah. Um, 
I don't think anyone expected them to sit in third position. No. I don't think anyone expected them to be playing as well as they are. No. Um, if I do a bit digging here, um, on them just in general, their fixtures the last few weeks have been a hit and a miss. Yeah. Um, they did play over Meda um, in the, one of the Cups. Uh, I'll just get up the room, show the surf charge. Uh, it was indeed. So they beat them 4 2. And Irvin Anthony is actually having the best of years. Nope. So you'd expect them to run away with that one, and it was convincing. But then in between it, they got beat 3 1 off Brimhill in September. Then they beat Cowden Beef, though, at Cowden Beef 2 0. Yeah. Had a wee bit of patchy one against Edinburgh Uni, uh, getting winning 3 2. And I think you remember that game, I think it was 2 0 to uh, Edinburgh Uni. Yeah. I think they were actually cruising, and then they end up, uh, yeah, Uni obviously couldn't handle it. They pumped uh, East Irlandshire uh, 3-0 at Fokker Stadium, pumped Gala at uh, Neverdale, mm -hmm. and then they had a wee draw against Albion Rovers, which is kind of understandable, but then it was that game just that weekend, as I said before, against East Kilbride. I think East Kilbride has gone through that moment, has gone through that patch where it's they know how mixed teams play, yeah. they know what they're involved, they know what still picking up points though, even if you're losing points. It doesn't matter about that. Aye. If at the end of the week they're sitting still three points drawn at the top, sitting so many points clear off second place, yeah. and it's got more games played, yeah. then you're laughing. Absolutely. And that's it. That's, um, and we're getting to that point in the season as well. We've already got the Lithgow. We've already played them twice now. Yeah. So we're out of the equation, we kind of play them again in that situation where we can try and get a win. Whereas Trinent, Trinent still needs to play them. They played them in the cup, we know how that result went. Yep. It's a cup, it's a completely different thing. I don't see a repeat of that happening. I don't think, not not to that scale. It like, could be the other way about it. The thing is, it could be, but I think that Trinent are such a good team. The Trinent, we're talking about teams that have went through, like, they went through sticky patches. Oh, the Trinent started yeah. the season sticky. They, they had a couple of wins, they went through a sticky patch. Remember, we, we've seen them at Fourth Bank against yeah, Sterling Uni, and they look. And to be honest, for most of the games... Well because I did, I've done that deliberately to kind of go down the fourth place, and it's aye, worked out there. So and, they, and they've only played 14 games. Aye. And they've also... But they didn't look great. Like they, they didn't, got the win. They got the win, and they grounded results. They're, they're, starting to, they're starting to get wins. They obviously, there's a couple of draws there that kind of defeated them a wee bit. Yeah, but um, they're, they're starting to win games. I mean, obviously, they, they drew the other week, um, but they were 2-0 down. Well, they drew two weeks in a row. Aye. Um, they drew against Berwick. And they drew against Caledon and Braves. Yeah. They got a 2 1 win against a very good Gala side. They, they started to pick up points as well. We'll come to them later. But they went through a good spell there. They went also beat Hutchie Vale in the Cup. They're still in the uh, Scottish as well. They beat, well, aye, that was me before. But they also beat Abbey Rowers away from home 3 1. Yep. But then it's them two draws though. The D2 draws are a killer. Mm -hmm. One after the other. The 4th and the 7th of November just there. Well, and if, and, and to, to lose, lose goals. When you're needing the wins, it's a killer in this Try to work out who's got the... And again, the, obviously Berwick and East Kilbride are the two teams that you're thinking are going to be up the top. And obviously... And obviously not Berwick, Trinette, fucking hell. And I've had one glass of juice. Yeah. Anyway... It's because I'm looking at the, I'm looking at Trinette's fixtures. I mean, yeah, obviously, Trinette are obviously got... Obviously, they've got, Scott, they've got three cup games now. And yeah. their next three games are cup games. Their first league game is the 2nd December against East Stirling at home. They then, they then got to go to Bonness. Now that will be difficult to go to Bonness. We've got the reverse fixture against Stirling Uni. Yeah. Um, Edinburgh Uni. Uh, it's Stirling, uh, Stirling, uh, Edinburgh Uni after that. And, and the two double header against Civil. 
and it's quite funny they're saying that I think most clubs have got this. Aye. So Lifty Bone S is the two It's days. the Derby, it's the Derby and for Christmas. I mean East Kilbride's got, um, yeah. I think Jordan mentioned it the other day there, I can't remember who it is now. Who's that? Every team. Aye, it's the, the, the Derby. Because it's their Christmas for yeah. us. Maybe they're two closest, te- closest teams. Yeah. And that's what the... Um, Lonely goals. Well, aye, well, this is it because the east of Scotland as well because we've got Musselburgh. Aye. Um, as our set, that's our um, bo- not our Boxing Day game, our thirtieth game. Uh, Albion Rovers, sorry. Aye. Yeah, he's got Albion Rovers, so it's massive. But Hartsby, because Hartsby have got Broomhub. That's aye. who the Hearts Broom. Like that. But aye, Hearts, Hartsby versus Broomhub. <laughs> Honestly, because we've got them on Boxing so, Day. They've both got the fans, but anyway. Well, the B team has. Yep. B team's got that. Hang on, fans. Hang on, hang on. Hang on. But that's the thing. I mean, you've got going through that as well. So I think the 14 game, the 14 games played though, is going to be an interesting one. It'll see who one of their games in hand is against Liverpool. Yeah. Which I'm really looking forward to. Yeah. When's that? When's that going to be? Well, I don't know because we have a free week next week. They don't. They don't either. So I think there could be a week all up here to say. No, they don't. They don't have a free week at all. They're not playing. Yeah, yeah. They suppose they're only meant to be playing next week. Uh-huh. So playing? they've got so they've got Luger in the Scott. They've got a fucking so they've obviously got Luger this week, and then the following week they've got Forfar in the Scott's Cup. Who has? Trinity. Have they? Aye. Oh, that? I must have missed. Must. I must have no read it right. Aye. So the look. Ah, so it is a Scottish Cup weekend. Scottish Cup weekend. Ah, you're right. Okay. Well, we'll we'll be playing again then. <laughs> Unless <laughs> well, there's another cup to play, which I don't think there is anymore. Nah, I don't think so, because they, they've obviously got Luger so, in the South Challenge, Scottish, Forth yeah. in the Scottish, and then they've got Socky in East yeah. of Scotland, and we'll come to Socky later on. So, Boris United, we're going to them next, they're sitting in fifth place. Um, they've had uh, a, a very mixed bag of results. Yes. Um, they were a team that was flying high at the top of the yep. league, like last year. They've done the exact same thing, came to the Champs, absolutely flying. Um, they started to go on a rough patch after the defeat to probably use yeah. Um What I actually remember and what we've seen here, um, then they started to get a bit inconsistent. East Kilbride as well, obviously, through 2 2 of them as well. Um, which is completely wrong, coming, but anyway, that's from last season. Just holding it in. So. <laughs> That's usually um, I just got to the wrong results. Um, so, aye, sorry, as I was saying, you drew, used drew 3 3, right? Yeah. So, previous results before that, they, it was actually after they beat, um, beat Trinet. Yeah. Uh, beat beat, beat Trinet only 2 0, beat U, the Uni. They got beat by Rovers, got beat by the Colts, mm-hmm. got beat by Civil, then they beat the Braves, then they beat Broom Hill, then they drew against Hughes. And then even after, after that though, they got beat 3-1 by University of Stirling. They then toiled past Lundcarty, as yes. well in the Scottish, and Lundcarty are say, great. And then they got beat 4-3, obviously that game I went and watched with Jordan, yep. um, to beat Jordan 4-3. But then go and beat County Beef. And then beat Park County Beef. <laughs> Demolished. Yep. Explain that. It's hit I mean, they've, got, they've got a Scottish Cup game coming up as well. Yeah, so They'll they, be looking forward to that. Well they've got, their Scottish Cup game's not here. But it's the it's not on the official list here, but they have obviously got a Scottish Cup game. They must do. They do. I don't know. It's, for some reason, it's not shown in, in here. But I mean, they've got Trinane 90 December. Then they've got Hughes 
as well. And we'll come to you as well because I think you are very interesting. We'll come on to it in a minute. Uh, I'm just going to look at the now because they were talking about lonely fixtures and things, but it seems like they're not updating the future bang anymore. I'm just Googling it, that's why. Yeah, they're, take off, they're taking a lot of the Scottish Cup stuff off. I've got it here. Scottish Cup, Scottish Cup. If at least the Scotland will show, show it. Um, they've got Gretna. That's what it was. Aye. So not, Gretna away. An all low in league tie, and the one you'd expect to get, you'd expect them to get through that. Yeah. You'd be expecting more to show their class. Yeah. Then get through it. So I, I'm going back to obviously Bonesters a wee bit. I think they're a team that's a decent side. I think Stuart Hunter's got them playing decent football. With what I can see. Yeah. I think it's true mistakes. That East Kilbride game was a perfect example. Yeah. The boy come, boy, boy comes in the right hand side and chips the goalie from fucking. Yeah. From the, from the touchline. Yeah. Nah, shouldn't be happening. Yeah. No, I'm sorry, not. Shouldn't be happening. If then that would be the game only sitting still 1 0. Yeah. End result could be 3 3 yeah. and all that. So, um, it, was good, it was a good game for a for neutral. I, I could have just got a £8 to United, but anyway. I, I don't even want to get Hibs money, so. Yeah, we do that anyway, too. So, moving on to. Civil. Let's, let's go for Civil. So I, Civil. I don't know how the fuck they are there, by the way, but. I'm sorry to, f- I'm not wanting to say anything nasty about them, right? But they're, they're, they're not a team that, in my opinion, that catches the eye. They're not what they are, but they're well organised. They're a well organised, well set in Lowland League team. Yeah, they're a unit. And because because the Lowland League, and this this I think this sometimes applies to, well, apply to use as well. And I'll explain what I mean by that as we move on to use. Right. Is that they're in this position because the league takes. All the teams can take are taking points with everybody else. That basically, what happens is that they they, they they'll pick up points and they end up in a position where they maybe maybe low in the best of runs, but they still somehow end up a wee bit higher. And it's the exp- and it is the experience. I watched them at the start of the season, and it was the experience against the Hearts youth, of especially at home, like and understanding the, the pitch and everything else is that it got them back into the game because they were terrible in the first half and they came out and it was just that experience and they being in that league. So that's the baby stop crying or maybe Andy stop crying. Um, so you were talking about civil there, part and parcel, they're disorganised. They're disorganised. <laughs> it's Andy Green by you folks. Can't make that up. The wee thing's been quiet ever since. Yeah, but aye, they are the organised, and I think that's maybe why it is. So they're pick, they just pick up points. I think it's just organised. They've been in the Lowland how long? How long? That's it. Since the start. That's it. They, they know the Lowland. They can yeah. what it takes. And tell you what, see last season when they played against Broomhill and all that, they Broomhill hated it. Mm-hmm. Open goal hated going there because of the fact that it's just an old school ground. There's no much about it, and they're organised team. And that's yeah. what it's all about. So. The results are inconsistent, but the results getting beat off certain teams is a surprise you. Yep. You know, getting beat off in Lithgow, Lithgow should probably be beaten. But with the results have been, you're thinking, how? Yeah. <laughs> it's hard. I think it's quite hard, and obviously because because obviously Civil is this team that's obviously higher up. Obviously, Lithgow throws my cut. Come on, name. I mean, I've been such a big fish. And the and the and obviously the juniors and everything else and now in the east of Scotland it's quite it's quite difficult and I think it will take time for maybe to understand places and who who should be aware but I think again I think Lithgow have obviously benefited a little bit as well from from the same thing is that I mean the run that they've gone on we'll move on to the last goals now um, but like if you move on look at their run I mean it's two wins in nine league games um, obviously and I think. 
looking at it, it's quite. They're obviously there's the new team. The new team that are up. We've tried to give as many players and a, a chance, I would say. But it's. I mean, it's obviously it's one of the things you, you do try to give the boys that get you up as much a, as much a chance as possible in that league. But I think that probably obviously changes are coming. I'd imagine with a new signings coming as well. I think the wake up call has probably been probably the two games against Bonnes Athletic because the Bonnes raced into a lead and probably just that wee bit of quality got Linlithgow rose out in that. I mean, probably a couple of injuries probably hasn't helped Linlithgow either. Um, shut up. Um, I'll say my bit. And then obviously the scudding that they gave them. But the, but the scudding is so bonus athletic, I wouldn't, I wouldn't just say it's just because of that. There's there's more to it. There's there's a lot more to it. I don't think it is just going up the league. I think there's stuff happened with people getting cocky and people thinking they're better than they are. And especially getting injuries on top of it. I think it doesn't help, but yeah, that bonus game there was a right, a right scudding. It was uh, played off the park completely. Yeah. I mean, like. There's, there's teams you play against in a season where you have chances. Yeah. This game, we were not coming back. Well, that's the thing. We know you know how good they can be. They know that they're in a yeah. league that they should. They probably shouldn't be. Similar to what we talked about, civil. Yeah. Organised. Yep. Know their strengths. Know their weaknesses. Know how they play. Know how other teams play. And know how Lithgow plays. We've played them three times now. Put them a friendly. Yeah. Played them round two cups. Beating a friendly, didn't they? Hugged us. <laughs> Seven nine nil or something. Punches in a friendly. I'm lucky it us in the first half aye, and the first and the first and second half in that game. Aye. It is what so. it is, it is what it is, but I think it's learning it's, it's learning. He's he's have never been this high ever. But like, you know what I mean? Well, no, and I'm not. trying and I'm, I'm I'm being as generous as I can be because sometimes I like winning up, but like he's have never been this high. Herdy's never played been at this level as a manager. Some of the players, most of these players haven't been at this level as a manager. It's all learning, it's all learning experience of yeah. who can who can handle it and what they need to do. And and even for the people behind the scenes at the club too, because they're having to like look at that because Lithgow are quite a team that at this moment in time are very well sustained. They're a well sustained are self-sustained I should say. Um, and they're having to look at increasing budgets and everything else as well. So it's going to take time. I think they're an, a, a little bit lucky because a team hold them, especially in the ones that you're probably going to tip to go down and we'll come on to them, aren't are Lithgow better than them anyway. And I think so. There's never a chance to go down. So they've got this. They've got a bed and in time. As soon as, as soon as the, the promotion came, everyone knows that's the rose. That's it. The rose are now going to be this kind of team that's like a Spartans, you know, challenging for things, winning the t- winning the cups, winning everything. All I've got to say is, who predicted them to win the league? Who? Who predicted them to win the league? Who? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Have faith, mate. Flying in the east of Scotland. Like, that, that, that season last year was one of the best years I think the Rose have played football. Are you still recording? Yeah. Just checking. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still recording. <laughs> it's just the way you sat back there. I was like, are you still recording? No, my back was still there. But I think I'm, I'm going to go in a school here, right? The team's great. Yeah. Herd has got a great way of playing, attacking football. You said it before, they'll be too attacking sometimes. But at the end of the day, it's attractive football, it gets people excited, it gets people talking about it. But there's games that you're talking about, yep. you need to just change it. Yep. Change it up in that sense. So against these school guys, perfect. Yep. They don't like getting pressed. Yep. So what do we do? We press them. Yep. We work perfectly. When we play Edward Union the week after, we can't win. Yeah, because they sat 2-2. They sat in. Push. They sat in. You know, they sat in. We were trying to attack. You've done a bit. Because they were. It's not that. It's the game. And that's what Herdy probably needs to work on as well as a second game plan. As you're saying about sustainability-
Yeah, you know, they've had it already, they've got social club, they've got other interests, they've got other things, they get a good crowd. I mean, recently there, we're getting over 500 people. Yeah. Which, for that level, is probably the best in the league. Yeah. It is actually the best in the league. Well, that's the thing, he's really well. There's lots of stuff doing. I think that one thing I always let Lithgow Rose doing was that, with some of the social media stuff, and I think that compared to some of the league, I think having Jordan on the having Jordan on there as well, I think, has shown just, and for the whole league, I think the whole league does it quite well. Like the whole, the whole league does it quite well. I think, and that's something that I think they've, I think they've upped their game really well as well. But I think that because some of it was awful, um, but I think that well, just in the last few weeks and stuff, they've they've picked up their game too. So yeah, I think it's all yeah, going. I, right. I think it's going well off the park for them. Um, I think they just need to. Get, it's good, but that will take time, and it's never ever going to be. It was never ever going to be straightforward there and then, but it will take time. Next year, the year after, embed, embed themselves in. And that, as I said earlier, that's something that not a lot of promoting teams get when they get promoted, but they have something left here benefited from going up. It was like to me, after the interview that John Miller did with um, Gordon, the media guy, uh, for the highlights, uh-huh. he pretty much said it's fast-tracked yeah. from what they were going to do in January. Yeah. So they were going to wait to January, they are going to assess things properly, and he said, no, we're going to do it now. So we've got Paul Simpson in, yep. he's played for LC Greenfield, yep. but he went to Trenet and he went back to Greenfield. Cracking player, had a great debut uh, last weekend, he's a kind of player we kind of needed, a bit of flair, a bit of... Uh, somewhere similar to Patterson, yep. same ideas, can pass the ball, can have a good touch, wants to cut inside, take players on. We've got Patterson to do that, but who else is there? Yep. Doherty, meh, been alright, it's not fabulous, but he's still a good player. Looks like he's not going to be there. As for other players, don't know, it's all speculation at the moment, but he's one that's yeah. really been confirmed. He was at the score completely yeah. at the weekend. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. But I definitely see a defender coming in. Yeah, I think he's need that. And I definitely see a striker coming in. You need, to, it's a, you need players that have played at least low in league level previously. It's either at low in league or at the very top of the game at East of Scotland. Yeah. Something that bangs the goals and it knows it doesn't matter what league they're in. Yeah. Because what the issue is, if you're like that Paul Simpson, he hasn't played low league really. Yeah. He's just played for Dreamfield. Yeah. So has he got to step up against an East Coast right? He's has he got to step up against a, a Trinette? Well, he might that. not, he might not. But if the rest of the team's playing well, Gary Tom's playing back in the back yeah. four. It's injuries that the key players have been the issue. Yeah. Jack Ogilvy in the midfield, tremendous. Gets your dirty work done, injured for the last month. Yeah. You know, won't be back anytime soon. Sean Heaver, experience, played for Stolen Albion, all that kind of stuff. Attacking winger striker, injured, won't be back anytime soon. Liam Allison, ex SPFL player again. He's done his cruise ship now. Skinner. ACL, well, I'll come around to him too. Greg Skinner, man of the match most weeks recently. Broken ankle. Where do, where, where do, you, where do, you, where do you draw the line? So, is, are, are we going through a, a spell now that other teams are going to go on? Yeah. I think we've been hit with the bad luck now. Yes. You never know what might happen in six, in, well, less than six months or so, because the season will be probably finished by then. <laughs> um, see, see in two months' time. Yeah, exactly. Imagine, imagine like, Janine going an injury list like we've got now. Imagine East Kilbride do it. Well, half. Who? East Kilbride half. Yeah, but then they've got the players that can come in though, because they didn't have faith in the players that they got in last year, so they, they got a rhythm of the So, there's your difference. Yep. If I had the money that, that Mick had to go into a team this year, I'd be quite happy. But unfortunately, we <laughs> right. don't live in football manager exactly. one day. Shall we move on to Broomhall? We can move on to Broomhall. One, one thing I'll finish off with is I think a lot of supporters need to kind of 
look at the bigger picture with the Rosa now. Mm -hmm. Stick with the plan. The management team have a plan. Behind the scenes have a plan. Yep. They're going to do alright. So are you heard in or heard out? I'm in. <laughs> I'm still in. As much as it's frustrating me with tactics sometimes, but I actually look at some of the games we've played and I think the players need to have you look at themselves and go, if yeah. you don't run a boot like a heedless chicken for 90 minutes in the game, yeah. you're going to struggle. Exactly. You're going to struggle. So, talk about organisation, we're an organised team. But it's organised against different, players, different, different teams. Right, Brim Howe. Brim Howe. Open goal last season. A big massive view shuffle. Now playing at the Barton's, the Rock, or the whatever fucking name it's called now, the More Room Room Stadium or whatever. It's a wee shuffle. But anyway, cold, cold damp hole in uh, I think September or August we played them. And I think it was cold in the East, didn't they? 1 0. Yeah, uh, 3 0. Was it 3 0? Uh, Why did I think it was 1 0? After that game, I actually thought there'd be a wee bit of a, a reshuffle. Because yeah. obviously, people don't. If they, if they listen for the first time and they listen to the. Why couldn't the rose already? No, 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 I'm not doing that, you fucking cheeky bugger. <laughs> if people don't know, you don't actually have a transfer uh, embargo ah, or limit. Transfer window. Well, no, I wouldn't say a window either because it's. Up till March. It's like a, aye, it is a cut off because you can't just go out for the last like <laughs> two weeks of the window. It's two nil. And decide it. Was it two 0 I think it was three 0 <laughs> It may as well be three 0 Um We still go beat anyway. I guess a team that's very organised as well. Yep. That has any fans. But that's one thing I think Broomhill for me. Um, they have signed well. Yes. Strong. Yep. Ex Dumbarton players. Yep. When they played Dumbarton. <laughs> Ex players, they're in a good catch with you. Yes. Very good catch with you. They're in a position where they can get the players in if they've got the money. Yep. Also, Open Goal talked about Broomhill last year that they um, cleared the debt. Mm -hmm. So, are they going to be back in debt now? Maybe a moment. Yes. Yeah, we'll not be about the bush. They are going to be in a bit, of, a bit of debt. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I think it's maybe a half and half. At the moment, they don't have much of an identity because that got stripped last year by going to open goal. This year, they've now made a new badge. It's quite a funky badge, but they like it, it's different. But does, is that going to get a thousand people a week at Dumbarton's ground? No. Is, is Dumbarton's ground going to be their gate for the whole next year? I think it's it meant be. to be. But how many times have we said that? They might be playing at, a, at a, an empty, obviously, um, Broadwood. But the one thing for me for Broomhill is they need to find fans quickly. I think that, well they need to That's the thing for me. On the park, it looks fantastic. Uh, Swift's doing a great job, the manager Swift, great, great job. But, in a bigger picture for the for the, the future, yeah. they can be doing really well on the pitch. But if they don't have the back end and the behind the scenes kicking, a, kicking about, it's, it's not worth it. Yes, exactly. No, you're right. And the thing is that that's what they do, they need to get well, to put it. So it's, it's, it's the comparison you talked about sustainability. Aye. The rules exactly. have, have got that, they've got the social, they get the fans in the door. Exactly, but they need. But you look at Broom Hill, it's a completely, it's like a fucking switch. Of course, it's because you went from BSC Glasgow, you went to Broom Hill, who were playing in Alwa. But you've also, went, you've also went to a point as well, you've had a different home. Yeah. As you said there, but you've also went to the point of you're getting teams in the league, Trinent, East of Scotland League. Lifty Rose, East of Scotland, they've got also ex SPFL teams. They've also they've had the infrastructure around in there, so they're just building it. And to be fair, it's something though that's always going to be difficult for any new team. I yeah. mean, you're talking in this league as well, so teams that are I'm going to be fairly new. You've, you are talking obviously Broomhill, who were open, who were PSC Glasgow, your East Kilbrides, your Cumbernauld Colts, your Cali yeah. Braves. All these teams, it's all about trying to find roots and put their roots down, and I think that's what 
East Kilbride are probably pretty lucky because of the size of East Kilbride and being able to do it. Um, and I think the rest of them need, and I think Cumbernauld Colts and um, maybe a wee bit as well because there's not much in Cumbernauld now. Obviously, Broomhall were there, they moved out, Clyde have moved out as well. But it's all about Broomhall trying to find, they need to find a permanent home quickly, I think, more than anything else. Um, but I think for the season, they've obviously, they're, again, they're hit and miss. And I think that I like probably with a lot of these teams, it is because teams take the um, take it out as well. So, um, yeah, I think going forward, um, but I will. We'll, go, we'll see We'll see how it goes forward. They obviously went on any games winning, they then went and lost a few as well. So Yeah, they've, they've won seven, drawn two and lost seven. Yeah. So when you look at that kind of thing, it's, there's not much in between. They're either getting beat or they're, they're winning games. Yeah, exactly. um, whereas other teams, like, like we just talked about, seven places of rows, six wins, five draws and four losses. Yeah. But when you get a bonus United, they've only drawn one game. Mm-hmm. They've won nine, lost five. Exactly. So it's a very strange league. We talked about that at the start of the season. And the team I'm going to drop down to, and I'm going to be quite brutally honest with them, I hope they don't know they're coming back next year. And I think it's an absolute fucking waste of time and it's Celtic beat. Um, only reason I say that is because I didn't really know this until our assistant manager talked about it. And he says, uh, when we played them, um, Halfway hadn't even played that year. Really? Uh, for Celtic beat. Um, and then he looked at... Oh, like Rocco Vatan. Yeah, but they, 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 they play, but they don't play. Yeah. So when he talked about previous weeks, he looked at all said, we can't send somebody, that like he can't go to a game and watch them against Broomhill, yeah. and then go watch them against Sybil, and then go and watch them against Gordon Beef. Every team, every time will be different. So what he was saying was, how is that developing a team to compete in that league like last year? Because last year they competed because Rangers were there. Yeah. And last year because all say, like the Spartans are doing that well, but Spartans are unthinkable. But we'll never, we'll never go into that. Yeah. When you look at the bigger picture for Celtic, though, guys are finishing midweek at their work. Using the Rose game, for example, strong team, strong game, strong players, getting 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 pampered all day, full time team effectively. That's what they are. They're a full time young team. And was it Vata played the, against the minute? Yeah. Well, in the squad anyway. So the week before he's playing against Lifkey Rose at the Celsius midweek to then being in the starting lineup yep. the week after. It's it's not right. It's not right. And I'm not saying it's not a good thing for the guys, but I've had, I imagine Rock of was playing for Lifkey Rose alone. Yeah, no, I, I, I get that. So they're sitting ninth in the league. Mm-hmm. They've not had a greater run of games. They've won seven, drawn one, lost seven. At the end of the day for me. I think I think the I think the who who for the B teams was away uh, after Rangers announced this season. Uh-huh. When they going to be? I'd like, and that's the thing as well. I didn't realise we were going into a B team debate because I, I only wanted to go and do it because I didn't have a chance to do it the last couple of weeks. But it, it, it caught my eye, and after speaking to uh, Paul Manager, thank you very much if you do listen to this uh, for taking the time to speak to me. Um, it, was, it was nice, very nice of, uh, to put it that way. Um, not many times you, you go past people and they end up talking to you so, about something like that and he says that was minor in football. Yeah. He says he had an organisation but then at the end of the day, even he, he said his policy wouldn't be able to go against that. Who's carrying? You know, guys have been fed all day, pampered, massaged, everything. And tomorrow they'll be in full time training 
getting their ice baths and getting whatever else pampered and getting the massage done again. And it's just a full-time team playing in a league that shouldn't be in. It's, well, it's, it's a waste of resolve. It's a waste of that team. Like, in okay. that I, 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 obviously, I'm losing my I've seen this. I don't think he's worth that much, no, but... No, I've been saying this, look at the bigger picture, look at the players go and where they go. Dembele was, 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 was rumoured to be £8 million. I told, you, I told you about Dembele at the time. We'll, we'll see him the night. We'll see him the night. <laughs> but I, I said at the start of the season, I thought that Celtic would take their eye off the ball with this anyway, as yeah. soon as Rangers disappeared. Um, Rangers, as we all know, took, their, um, took the half and went home as soon as they, they fucking fifth-tier fucking whatever at conference league or whatever they were going to call it. But I think they looked into that too though. I think they looked into it a lot because they're going to lose out that yeah. thing for Celtic. Mm-hmm. Because it, it ended up at the last season, it was quite a big thing. Yeah. And the tendencies were getting a bit bigger because people were like, oh, Rangers might win this league here. Okay, they might not go up, but they still went minute. Aye. So folk getting interested, folk getting involved. So, yeah, I just wanted to make sure it is. It was Stuart Maxwell and that's the port manager. He, he, he was bang on and the assistant manager, I didn't get his name, but he said as well, I mean, you're a good team. I did it. Really? I did. Right, so but obviously... He also said, imagine that was Paul at game midweek in the lower league. What I would say is that I've seen Celtic be this season. Um, but what Celtic be have you seen them? They didn't look great, that's exactly. what, if you'd let me finish. Like, they didn't look great, like, and it was... It wasn't the same Celtic B that I've seen the season before, because I watched the se- I watched... Hearts Celtic be at Ferguson part of the following year. But at the same time, it's it's also, it is weird, and it's, it's obviously, you're right about development, and I think that these boys should be playing it, but because they've obviously, Celtic have this under 19s Champions League that they, they play in as well, and it's, I think it does sometimes can make the make a mockery of the whole thing. I I, I think that Hearts be are, the, are in the best place for their for their laddies, and always will do. In regards to that, because I don't think there's I think there there's no point in loaning them out to fifth to, to fifth tier sides when you can play in like this. And I think that they're getting the benefit of that at the moment. I for what to talk about, I would say that Kirk, Sanderlands, McLucky, Rathy, and for a start and maybe Thomas I think it's Thomas should be looking to move on and loan in January because I think that that's the next step that they need to take because they're doing well in that league so it's about taking the step up and bringing the next league group of laddies so I don't think they should be playing after the 19 year old that goes back to Celtic are not going to loan out Varta no I know that right and it's the same idea with Lovelace last year eh, with Rangers he's not, he's, not, he's not being loaned out yep so where do you find the balance? No, exactly. I know, but this is I'm, if, I, if I was picking the plan, my but own my plan. My whole point was it's just a case of you didn't like Celtic B. Correct. Right, that's fine. Because I think they're an absolute waste of time. It was a totally different team, and that's what they said when the game started. They seen the team sheet and they went, "Where the fuck was he the last few weeks? Yeah, where was he? Where was he?" It, it, it makes the whole point when you know what you're playing well, no, I, against I didn't other reckon. teams. If you play against the uni team for University of Stirling, you know who you're going to get for three years. Yeah. Because just last year there, it was a new, well, new scholarship. Well, we, we've seen this, that, and we're moving on to University of Stirling. I think Correct. that. Look at that, I'm getting good at this. It's like you've been practicing and doing this for nearly <laughs> three years, but the. <laughs> it's different when you do it, do it in person. But I. 
So yeah, back onto the football, mate. So Sterling Uni, um, just to kind of sum them up this season. Um, lost all to the players because of, they've been what they get a scholarship for so many years. They play with the team. Everyone obviously certain players went to obviously Auckland Lake, um, Lifty Rose, Pollock, Wanneraig. Who did I say? I said Pollock at the start, didn't I? So I said Pollock twice. Then. Two players went to Pollock, so they can mention them twice. Aye, that's a tennis tournament now. What do you think about them? Because we watched them against Trinette, well, we, we, well we, we did, together. Yeah. I also seen them in the first game of the season against yeah. Lifke, and they weren't they bad? Not, probably not a bad side. The thing is, they had such an amazing side, season last season, it was always going to be difficult to, to replicate that, if you know what I mean. So yeah. I think that they're doing what they're doing. They go cycles. They're, always, they're a uni team. They're going to go through cycles. They're probably a hybrid in between like a normal team and a B team because of the, the, the age of their, most of their players as they're coming through and a lot, of them, a lot of their players maybe have been through different teams academies yeah. so I think that they will go in cycles it'll go forward it'll come back and I think that they'll they're pretty safe more than anything else and they're probably a good side like they are not a bad side they're, they're still they're picking up points they, um, they were probably the better team that day against against Trinidad. do you think for me I think they're quite similar to the B teams they yeah, they technically are, are full time. Yep. Um, they're getting pampered. They have the facilities. Yep. They're also doing scholar or well, doing studying as well. Tuna, but they have a lot of time on their hands. Yeah. They, and, and the training's made me really good. Um, I don't think last year they expected to play Dundee United. No, they didn't. Um, which was a bonus for them. But at the same time, to sit ten for the lead this year after the last couple of years, I don't think it's bad. It's not a brand new team. Results when they have they went their way certain games, but they have won games this year, and I think they're going to get better. Yes. And I think maybe next year you might see a difference. Yeah. So I think there's nothing to say about them. I think they're just quite a good team. They've yeah. only played 15 games as well, remember? Yeah. So I think people need to remember like Hearts, Cumberland Colts, Calder, Caledonian Braves, Berwick, and Gretna have all played 17 games. Yeah. And a lot of teams have only played 15. Exactly, because it's cup runs um, and stuff like that. Different cups and different trophies yeah. and everything else. So they've only played 15 games. They win, another, they win the two games in hand. Boom. Exactly. Back, back on the rodeo, back up to the top six. Yep, exactly. Um, moving to Gala. Um, decent team. On Just paper. Inconsistent. Yeah. Uh, you can probably say that would be better. They pumped against Lafke, and then they go on this magical run, beating the... Um, what do we call them? Is it is it Bonessa beat? Uh, Who did they beat after us? I'm getting wrong. Did it? Aye, no, they beat Broomhill, sorry. They beat Broomhill 3 2 at Dunbar. So, after Broomhill's run, I don't yep. think they expected and expected that to happen after getting pumped five and a half against us. They also beat em uh, Embry Uni and Stirling Uni, and then they drew 2 2 against um, Cowden. Yep. Pumped Strasbury 8 2. Um, it was against actually Pollock mm -hmm. in the Scottish Cup recently. I fought Britain, I fought Pollock's a decent team. Yeah, they are. Um, obviously, Pollock didn't obviously do well against Beef there at the weekend, but I don't think they're a bad team either. Not exactly. So, that's um, yeah, there's there's no right and wrong answer for, for their run, but they got beat 2 1 against Trinidad yeah. yep. um, at the weekend. I think that just shows you they are almost. Yes. They're good. Good organised scoring, Jimmy Scott's got them playing good football. Yep. I don't think they're a bad team, but, but it goes back to the inconsistency yep. that they turn up every week. Yep. Uh, quickly, quickly, go on to Albion Rovers. 
Rovers, I don't think we can judge them yet because they only played 13 games. Yeah, 13 games. They, they win the next six games. Um, so the time that actually happens, we will be on 19 games. Yeah. The time they, they get to the point, we'll probably be on probably 25 games when yeah. they play other games. And, and so the time they do that, they could be sitting fourth. Yeah, exactly, and the thing is, up to we talked about at the start of the pod about East Kilbride, obviously. Their boxing day and their New Year games are against East Kilbride. Yeah, massive. massive. So, and it'll be good to see if they're both on. Like, yeah. If they're both on, like, I hope a lot of fixtures are on. I hope the, the bonus derby's on day. Yeah. Um, but we'll, we'll leave that one out to yes. soon the time. Um, but that's a massive game, too. Yeah, of course that's. Um, Abbey Rose getting a decent crowd still. Yep. Cape Park's getting busy and busy every week yep. because of the, 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 the publicity. Because of the, the, the publicity and they're winning games. Simple as that. I think the only thing downside for East Kilbride, just to touch on them just before we finish off, was Scottish Cup. Yes. Yeah, I think a lot of teams this year have been disappointed in the Scottish Cup. Of course they are. I think we'll, we'll talk about... And Scottish Cup runs, we'll come on to them. Cowden Beef. Yes. Uh, Cowden Beef. Cowden <laughs> Beef. Uh, if you want to decide to sell Bell's Pies at £3 a pop, uh, mind putting the wrappers in your own bin. No supporters bin outside the, where the milk and, milk and sugar is. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the most important thing to Cameron Lockhead when he goes to the football, is what the pies are. Yeah. Not uh, football, anything else. Bang on the dot. Don't sell Bell's Pies, please. So he was... There'll be a, definitely a decent butcher. Oh, that's right. Uh, you're in Fife. Stevens is doing the road. Get Stevens in. Get the Pridies in. There we go. There we are. See? Pies. But, I mean, you'd obviously seen them against Albion Rovers before they played Jews. First day, aye. Aye. <laughs> um, came up with me. So you'd, you'd seen them, like, obviously play each other. You'd, you'd seen them twice in a week, basically. Yeah. So you've seen them a wee bit better than me. What's what's your thoughts on on cow and beef? Then what are they? Do you think they should be disappointed on where they are? Yes, very much. I mean, I, I think them. I think I think the the team they've got and the way they should be playing and the way they are, I think they'd be very disappointed. I think they're in that position now where they they, they be, it needs to take a lot of effort to get out of it. Um, to get us in the Scottish Cup was a hard one to take. But it was understandable at the time. I think that was Herdy having that moment we talked about earlier on. Yeah. It's it's time for change. Yeah. But with Cowden Beef, they've brought in players, they've brought in more players, and then it's a new manager. At the, at, at, at the point where they maybe be thinking that Calvin Elliott isn't the right man? Mm, I don't know. I would maybe need to wait and see, but I like to hear what people like saying Brian Bothwell <laughs> about my comments there. But I think. They played Albion Rovers, I went and watched them that night, and they were all, County Beef should have should should beat them. Yeah. Um, I mean, Albion Rovers had their chances too, but I generally feel that County Beef will be shooting themselves in the foot after. It's too many draws. Yeah. That's all it is, it's just too many draws. Seven draws out of, out of 16 games, it's just... It's, not, it's only, only been defeated five times. Yeah. I mean, seven draws out of, out of the games. It's not a bad place to be in, considering that they have been a view building team, but they've got a good defence in my opinion. And to be honest with you, Central Park's a fucking defence. Like it's a fucking honestly, what a place to play football. Like <laughs> it's just so tight and so narrow. Like you could literally see on a good day, the goalie could score from his own box. Yeah. And our goalie had a good kick one, one of the times. I think do that every time. <laughs> <laughs> he could have done it. Well, I seen them when they came to into the park, and obviously I think I took some I took some pine bottle stick as well yeah. for being sour and everything else. But um, they it was one of these games. It was it was probably more an even game, and yeah. I mean maybe looking back, maybe I was just a wee bit maybe when it was sour. And they're not a bad side, and they're you not. forget how well supported they are as well. 
Um, and I so we're talking about well, we'll move on from that one because I'm just going to talk about Cali Braves quickly. And Cali Braves is a weird one. Um, decent team, play good football, but I, they're, they're on par with me with Broomhill. Yeah. They play in a 500 capacity stadium in the middle of Strathclyde Country Park. Yeah. They are trying to get this identity from abroad rather than their local community. Well, this is the thing. Is, well, this is the thing. It's, the, it's what the, the Phantom himself he brags about the whole thing. I mean, thing. you've got you've got Kieran, no? Well, that's the thing. That's the Phantom. Um, like well, he. Well, sorry, I thought I was, I was just going to say the. the <laughs> but <laughs> the man, the milk cart. The man, the milk cart, and I. But he, um, he's obviously he's interested in the whole thing. You see it because they're constantly on TikTok and everything yeah. else promoting all these people that are coming from abroad to that invest in he came out right fine and, and if they want that's really good but again but, but they need to obviously get as many people in, in the local community as well and I think it's quite hard from where they came from obviously being Edgy Sport Academy and everything else because it was to, it was developed for French players that had been playing in, living in Scotland and everything else but yeah. obviously they seem to have focused everything up in the Lowland League and stroke west of Scotland now because they've obviously moved that yeah. Their, their academy out in the south of Scotland so yeah I think that again it's work in progress and trying to build on build identities it's always difficult when you're up against well established teams as well um, well like who? well everyone really aren't you? but I mean if you want to move on I mean a, a team that's been well established in Scottish football yeah. over the years is Berwick Rangers now Berwick Rangers could you say them because uh, they're, they're still signing players they they're are. still always signing for their own and they're still signing players on new contracts. They seem to have jumped up. They seem, they seem to have taken a bit of a like a bit of a bounce since Tam Scobie was a uh, like introduced since he was obviously announced and everything yeah, else. Well, it's true. Malcolm also disappeared. Yep. He's went to a full time. Well, he did disappear. He did disappear. He, he disappeared. He left him in the ship. Yeah. Right. He went to Albert Arbroath. Go with Big Dick, uh, Dick Campbell, and basically when you look at that, you go, perfect. Yep. You know, you're not going to turn it down. No, of course you're not. But I mean, since Scobie's obviously been announced, well, all the stuff that was happening like, off the park for them as well. Yeah. I think it was it was something that. What were we thinking that they were? I, th- I probably did as well. I thought they were they were got absolutely toily. I thought I, I generally think if they didn't do the stuff they've done, Michael Travis leaving, obviously, um, oh, who's the boy who went to the East Coast Pride? Right. Oh. We'll get there now. Um, Liam Buchanan going to Bonnig on yep. loan until January, then permanent. Yes. I've been over. Uh, Bonnig Rose should have signed players like him before he was going to bet it came up. Like, it, 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 it baffles me how some teams work and how things are going yeah. and out. But to move on from Berwick, I think there's another team similar in the similar position, and that's Easterland. Yeah. Um, I think the bottom three are very similar in their own. I think, I think if you still get beaten our full games, well, you seen them. Incredible win, maybe one last week. We, we could have got about four past them. We we got we. But at the same time, we could have at least maybe been a a, a, a free one. Yeah. They could have scored. Yeah, we were. They could, I mean, ours were quite similar as well. Like we drew with them at uh, the Falkirk Stadium, eh? Yeah. So we got a point, and we were. I thought we were doing okay. I thought we were. Um, but then, again, we were probably controlling the game, and another day we probably did score. But at the same time, they had they came forward at number ten, and his name escapes me was outstanding. At the same time, and again, they could have won the game. So it was, and, and at that point, I said they're probably unlucky on where they are in the league. But at the same time, I suppose if 
if every team's a good side and plays well, there's still three teams that need to be near the bottom of the league. Eh? Yeah, and I think this is what I was saying to Jordan um, off air the other week there. And I've talked about Gretna, I've talked about Ermer Uni, and I've talked, even talked about East Stirling as well. East yeah. Stirling have not had the, the rub of the green. There's been certain results they've had this season that I'll, I'll mention a couple if it decides to load up on me like usual. Um, East Stirling obviously, people know that they did obviously be an SPFL club. It's been that long now that they were a part of the, the system. Yeah. And they've just not had the rub of the green. Basically, I feel East Stirling are at that position though. They don't have the same kind of identity as other clubs like again. Like Cowden Albion Overs. Correct. And North Goros and Bonus United. And even, even East Kilbride, they've got Cape Park. Cape Park is their home. That is suppose, their home. Aye, and I said, they've got a place people know if you mention East Kilbride. Kemble, yeah, right. Most of the time it'll be Kemble, that's a, this is the whole thing is I think obviously it's been a difficult thing because they've sold their home and obviously and I say sold their home because the ground's still standing. Well the ground isn't there, the ground is in position to build flats from well, the yeah, last you, 20 years ago. Yeah, but you um, could, I can remember at the back of YouTube Park for the last fucking how many years yeah. that it just sat there. Aye, but when you look on Google Maps and stuff, you generally looks like it just gives a wee, wee tied up. You could probably play games in it. You could. Um, you could. But, but I think again, they wanted again, to build further afield. Of course they did. But another team that another team that's um, another team that's obviously with us are not a bad support. By the way, they had not a bad support in the Falkirk Stadium that night. Yeah. Um, they got a decent crowd. Yeah, they do. Um, well, six hundred and thirty-four of them was at that game against yeah. us. Yeah. And I don't know how many away fans, but that attendance from the week before getting. Absolutely demolished by yep. Bonex. So, uh, I don't know. It's a difficult one. They're a decent enough team. They were decent. Yes. There's certain teams in this league that are going through transitions. We talked about that. I think Lifke's one of them. Yeah. I think Bonex might be another one as well if they want to keep challenging. But East Stirling, I don't think they need to do very much. I think they've received a couple of wins on the board. They probably do. But again, it's, it's one of these is that at the same time, they do need a few wins on the, a couple of wins on yeah. the board. But yeah. they are. Game of hand is Berwick, too. Because that, also, that's, a big, that's a massive thing. They're all 13 points. Like, like Berwick. Like Berwick 17 points. Like so they're not far away from that 13 position. You need to remember, Cowden Beast on 13 place with 19 games played. Yep. 19 points. Yeah. And East Stirling on the same games played. 13. Yeah, 13. No, that's what I'm saying. Aye. No, 16, no. Aye, there's 19 there. points. Aye, I'm talking about East Stirling. Sorry. But the same game's played. But yeah. if County Beef keep doing what they're doing now, get beat a couple of games, that's it. Again, that's a good one. Yeah. And again, and then Tom's, it comes down to then the bottom two. Yeah. Um, and that's what I was talking about with Jordan was basically if it was two up, two down, yeah. you would be laughing. Of course you would. Because the two teams wouldn't be here for the last two years now. Exactly. And it's sad to say, Greg, it's a great week round. It is, it, I'm not going to die, it's a great week trip. But, see, at the end of the day, Ember Uni didn't bring much to the league. No, of course they've they done don't. decent. Their only draw this year is against Lufkett, yep. which is a win for them almost. They've lost 14 games and they won one game. They won a game. I know. And Gretna's won two. They've won two, right? Exactly. And they draws in 15 defeats. 15 defeats, aye, exactly. They both, both teams are. They're struggling, and I mean, obviously, we know the stuff about Gretna and everything else. I mean, Ember Uni beat Gretna. Yeah. Beat them 3 2. Right? It, you, you see it coming. Right? It, it, there's, there's no doubt about it. You've seen it coming. Gretna, uh, at that time, just the last couple of weeks there, in the, October, won the great yeah, anyway. 3 2 against Cumberland Colts is a decent result. 3 2 against Dunbar, obviously, in the cup. Getting pumped, though, off East Kilbride now, now is the kind of show and tell that they've got issues but even before that they got pumped 
and could beef. So I don't think they're as bad as what great they were. Yes. But they're in that bracket of there's been a few fucking big scuddies. Oh, there's been both, te- both teams have taken scuddings this season. I mean, even at the tail end of last season, um, especially at Christmas time, they had 8 0 against Jonet, 9 0 against Harps, 9 0 against Harps, 5 0 against Celtic B, um, 5 0 against County Beef again last year. Yep. I mean, the results get coming with 3 0s, 3 0s, 4 0s, 4 0s, 5 0s, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a difficult one. They're not as good as uh, Elsie Sterling. Nope. But I don't think there will be. I think it will be a case of they might go out this time. They might well win. But we need the team coming up the way to be a team that we want. Well, it will to be. make the league better. It will be. Cause then it will be. But we know right. that. But then it will be a playoff this year. Well, or not. And it looks like it will be a playoff. Well, I mean, we got no, the luck. No you did. Oh, of course you did. Oh. Ah, you probably did. But. I mean, obviously, if it's Pollock, Pollock and Broxburn, obviously, can both play it. Both yeah. licensed because that's what I think. I've came up. I've got. I've got Jordan to back me up on this, and he actually said about the, the playoff last year. He went, "If I was any team, I'd be fucking laughing up." Mm-hmm. Because what a season to do. Exactly. No, you're right. You're, that's the thing is that you're right. I mean, that you've got the luck, and you've got you've went, you've went up, and I think it'll be interesting to see what happens later on. Obviously, we're going to come back to that anyway, so um, we'll see how we'll obviously see how it goes. Yeah. I think we've just wrapped it up. Yeah. I think it's food time. Well, when it comes. Yeah, well, it's ordered now, but it's definitely going to get eaten right after this. <laughs> nah, eh, thanks for joining us, Mr. Dixon. Yeah, boy, mate. I mean, it's a bit different than in, in spoons. Indeed, indeed it is. Yeah, with folk coming up asking what the fuck we're doing. Yeah. Two Scots, Scots and uh, drinking tenets and feel like you're in Scotland. Yeah. Aye, and the worst bit is, is that what you're doing, we have not got a fucking clue. No. No. Eh, uh, no, thanks for joining me. Indeed, mate. So you can get us all on all streaming sites, obviously our own website, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all, and just get us a like and follow. Sir. Adios. Aye, that's us. So it's a bye for me. That's a bye for me.